1: Hello Achievers and welcome to episode number 66 of the Next Level Authors podcast, a podcast where we hold each other to account and track our step-by-step progress as we level up our author businesses. My name is Daniel Wilcox and here with me every single week apart from the ones where she's not and apart from the ones where I'm not
0: (laughs) is Sasha Black. That
1: was a big gap between that, did I catch you off guard?
0: Yeah, no I was like do you know what I was going to say? This is what happened. My brain is processing slow, okay? And so in my brain, I was like, is a very broken, very tired Sasha Black. And then I was like, don't do that. That's really negative. Like, wow. just be positive. And all of that happened in that space. And then I was like, just say your fucking name. It's a really long gap now. That's and not my, my, name. Now my name. Say but
1: my it is. name. I, I was reading through that intro, which isn't very long and not very exciting, but 66 episodes.
0: I, I know, boo. I know, sixty six. We've done this sixty six times, or between us, we've done it sixty six times. Yeah, it's ridiculous.
1: Yeah, like yeah. I don't know. I I didn't not expect to get this far, but I also didn't think you about did getting not. this far.
0: Isn't that double negative? Do you, you even know what you are talking about? <laughs> yes.
1: No, like when we started, I never thought, oh, we're going to make it to like past fifty to sixty six, or you know, wherever this goes. But at the same time, I didn't. It was just not a thing that I thought about, and it just it just feels like quite an achievement.
0: it's an achievement too also it's like that sexy alliteration alliteration symmetry i don't know of like the same letter so like 66 77 88 uh yeah but also 66 feels like a lot now because it's
1: like we are no longer in our first year um We, we started in april of 2020 we started in pandemic territory and we're yeah, we like we're not quite on the other side but we're almost there so like we've done an entire, like an entire pandemic podcasting and also I th- it's one of those things just thinking about it where because we got on quite well anyway like we chatted on on text and stuff but it was you know this is the the time of the week where we speak face to face a lot or was before we started sprinting and stuff so this Although could have gone either way in forever I know but this could have gone either way this could have been like yeah this is fun for 10 weeks Ah, no, the. that the, the fire's gone but I'm still I'm still enjoying it I'm just I'm just putting out there like we're doing 300 I...
0: well that is a lot <laughs> um yeah we're not I love doing it 300, apparently I didn't say that no wait hello we have to keep going until we hit whatever level we want to hit and I have big mm. fucking lofty girls sunshine so this yeah. is gonna go for a while
1: yeah Yeah, it'll be fun. And also, I do want to acknowledge for people watching on YouTube because I'm very conscious about this. My eyes are really pink today and I don't have (laughs) pink eye and I'm not high and I'm wearing glasses because it actually makes them less pink, even though as I'm looking at them, they look freaking pink. So anyway, moving on. How have you been this week, Sasha? (laughs)
0: Um, I have been good, I think. Wait, it's been a weird week.
1: (laughs) Hey!
0: (laughs) Well, it has because... Uh, So I had Monday, Tuesday in the office, and then Wednesday I was in London, and then yesterday I was a shattered, broken shell of a human, (laughs) Um, and now it's today. (laughs) So like, just for explanatory reasons, I went to London to meet some friends in the writing world, and um, well, we had lunch and there was three of us and there were two bottles of, of champagne consumed over lunch. And had we stopped there, I probably wouldn't have been a broken, shattered human. But Sasha had alcohol in her and she is a very bad influence when she's had just a little teeny sip of alcohol. Like, and I don't drink like ever. So like I was let off my leash and I went wild. And so then we had three espresso martinis or well, I had three, espresso. I think everybody had three espresso martinis and then... Like, it, that would have been a really good place to stop. Like, really good. Except I continued with wine. And that was just the end of me. That Mixed. was the end of me. It was the end. And so I, like, spent five hours being sick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting here very quietly because I'm like, I don't know what I'm allowed to say and what I'm not. I'm just going to let Sasha I- follow, like, create this story.
0: <laughs> I drunk dialed Dan. <laughs> like, it happened it was a thing it might be and, my favorite um, thing that's
1: ever happened to me ever
0: and um <clears throat> yeah so I I was I had two, oh so when I finished being poorly at three o'clock in the morning I uh then woke up for the day at 5 30 in the morning so I did not have a lot of sleep and so yesterday I was barely worth the skin that i am in so yes and now it's today so i tell you what going to london though like okay yes i like went a bit too wild but i it was so rejuvenating mm-hmm. like just to be with other humans in the industry and to let go like yeah just let go to talk about shit to talk about publishing and creativity and the future and where we're going mm-hmm. where you know, and where the even industry in your downtime, going... you're
1: fucking working.
0: <laughs> yeah, what could I say? But it was just so good. And yeah, I feel like even though it's going to take me another day before I feel completely human because, you know, post 30 and that's what happens now. Um, I still feel like I've had a lot of, you know, rejuvenation from it. So yeah, you deserve that, it. that is mostly my week. Yeah.
1: Nice. I went to go see a house this week. And it was the first Ooh. time I've got to see my house. Like the so for context, like people who have listened to the show probably know that like I moved back in with my parents in December too safe to get a house deposit so I could move back uh, but get my own place and stop paying rent and you know uh, just piss my money away. And um, things are just moving a lot more, a lot quicker than I thought they were going to, because I didn't think I was in the position yet to look for a place. But then after speaking to some like brokers and lenders, I was like, okay, no, this is this this is it, like I'm 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 there. And so I have already, as I knew I would, underestimated what kind of weight that puts onto someone's mind, because it's not only just the the extra thing of, you know, you've got agents calling and trying to like sort out viewings and everything else, but I'm also nearly two hours away from where I wanna be. So anywhere that I wanna look at, I have to try and arrange in a way in which I can see multiple properties at once and just try and get a feel for things. And I saw my first place, on Tuesday last week, and luckily it was uh, near one of my friends, so I ended up crashing at his, which was pretty cool. Got announced I'm gonna be a groomsman at his wedding. That was exciting. Um he like he literally <laughs> proposed to me, <laughs> which was oh, strange.
0: I love that. I love yeah. that.
1: Um, but yeah, <laughs> so I've got all that extra stuff and then obviously just the typical um normal amount of work that I'm trying to do. So it's been a weird week. Um <laughs>
0: So I just want to say that I completely understand the um, pressure of looking for a house, not where you mm. are. Cause that's what we did as well. Uh, you know, it was over an hour away from where we are. And um, <clears throat> the other thing to add is that it also makes the move quite tricky. Um, so we had to rent a van from up here because obviously you yeah. want to deliver the van the van back to where you are. But so we had to drive up to get the van to drive back down. Mm-hmm. to drive back up with the stuff like it was a lot of driving let alone the unpacking the packing mm-hmm. up the, the van and all of that stuff so yeah like the whole thing when you are moving further away I think is just more pressure yeah um, I mean it's very exciting
1: it is um and like the lucky thing is I don't have to rush a move because I'm, I'm in a fortunate position where you know I've got somewhere while I look so I don't have to you know be out by a certain point to to get whatever I'm looking for. Um, but I also have to try and remember that because I'm so used to rented houses that whatever I look at like that's a place I'm going to be for a while, so it's a bit of a weird mindset switch, but yeah, so yeah. it's been um it's been a busy week, which but yeah, all moving in a positive direction, so I'm happy there. um what's something that you've enjoyed this week?
0: Um, <clears throat> the The last drink before the drink that was too many drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah I can't I mean literally I I actually loved it um I loved 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 it I loved it that's it I loved it I loved Wednesday it was amazing fun oh it was yeah I can't I just loved it dad I loved it so much (laughs) I loved seeing humans and I normally hate humans and And being
1: somewhere else as well like going because it's not often you go to London
0: On that, I was really unnerved by London because, like, I was terrified about going to London because, you know, London was a hotspot for a long time. There were, like, no people there. I took some photos of the streets and was, like, shocked that the middle of Piccadilly had about three people in it. Wow. Um, Everything was dead. Uh, It which is nice in one way, because there was no hustle and bustle and people bumping into me and all of that stuff, but also slightly terrifying because, you know, you expect London to, to be heaving, be full, it should be heaving, there are lo- you know, that's, it's like the commercial capital of the country and therefore you want it to be busy because you don't want the shops to fail and things, Um so, yeah, that was a bit of a concern. Uh, however, it has given me the confidence to travel a little bit further away from home. So I'm actually going to go back relatively soon. Um, probably the first week in August, I'm going to go back and go to some museums, I think, because nice. I just didn't have the time to go and do that. So I don't know whether I'm going to drag well, out. The or the cognitive capacity. Yeah, <laughs> Clearly, I did not have that. Yes, whenever I went. Um, so yeah, I, I I would love to think of something. Oh yes, I, there is one other thing that I'm really enjoying. Um, I've started reading this, uh, "The Science of Storytelling" by Will Store, mm. and it is deeply, deeply fascinating um I'm only about 40 odd pages in but already my mind is blown in so many ways uh, so I think I might that may end up being the thing that I talk about next week once I've had a chance to process um, nice. and also because obviously uh, I'm still got so many uh, pages left to read but mm. um, oh yeah what sorry <laughs> one more thing I was one look? thing that
1: you've enjoyed this week hey, sorry I've got I two.
0: know I know, but I won a book this week.
1: You won I a won book? A bo-
0: I won a book from Hachette. Um, yeah, so I haven't read it yet, but um, I won a book, The Dark, uh, Dark Blue Rising by Terry Terry. And Amazing so this name. Is the f- the first book in a trilogy. The second book is coming out, which is why they ran the giveaway. Um, and I asked if uh, she would like to come on my podcast, and her PR team have said, "Yeah." Whether or not she does, I don't know. But I just nice. thought that was quite cool. I just just threw it out there. So beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So I'm. Yeah, I love that I won a book too. Anyway, nice. that's it. I'm done. I'll stop being selfish. Okay.
1: So my my two things. So the first one is. Um, I've had a slew of new people into my writing group over the last couple of weeks and they're all amazing people. So if I know some of them listen to this podcast, so you know who you are. Um, but yeah, it's re- it's really nice kind of like seeing it grow and seeing how everyone's getting on and just it's really nice. I don't know, like it. I didn't know it'd feel so rewarding, like facilitating just people getting stuff done and just giving people that that spot to sit and just get it done and then just have a bit of fun with other authors because in the breaks, people throw out just questions that you wouldn't expect, or they'll have, like, very, very specific things about their books, and you immediately just get answers from people. So it's just a, a nice environment for people to be working in.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I, that's
1: why I keep... I, yeah. Okay. So that's just breaking <laughs> stuff. Um And then the second yeah. thing is that after... I'm not, to, I'm not joking, like, months, months of hard work, um, myself and the Hawk and Cleaver guys are... Have, have, let me try it again. Myself and the Hawken Cleaver guys have put up the Other Stories first proper full best of anthology um, up for pre-order. So we're doing there's 100 copies available of a very, very limited edition signed hardback of all of these extra goodies. And the cover is insanely yeah. beautiful. It really, really is. Like it, it might, really it is. It may be one of my favorite covers I've ever seen. Um, mm. but for people that don't know, the Other Stories podcast is like a horror fiction podcast, and our logo is like a skull with tentacles coming out. So we got an artist called piper who has done work for Josh malaman and Max Brooks and Michael David Wilson, and he just illustrated this incredibly gorgeous front cover that's got this skull wearing headphones, because obviously it's a podcast, like stories from the podcast. And then all these tentacles and it's, ah, oh, it's just, mm. so uh, that's currently now live for pre-order. And I think we've already moved um, about 10% of the, the overall um, copies and we're doing a proper full cover reveal, like the cover's on the website, but we're doing a big social media splash uh, t- today. It's the second today. Wait, tomorrow we're doing it. Um, just to show off the cover because it's effing beautiful. So yeah, very excited mm. about that.
0: It is. I've seen it
1: mm. and I'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Yeah, it is. I just, I, I have never seen a cover like it. And I, I think you should have all your covers done by them now. It,
1: I'm going to replace that with the cover, like behind me, that poster is going to be the cover.
0: Oh, yeah, good one. Yeah. You just need it everywhere.
1: Um, <clears throat> weekly confessional. Sasha will continue launch tasks and report back how many she's done, continue editing audiobook and report back on progress and continue with her morning sessions.
0: Okay, so um, I did do all of those, although not many of some, because obviously i sort of lost two of my five working days. <laughs> um, so I did do my morning sessions. I think I've done two, so a lot less than normal, but obviously didn't do any yesterday. And uh, I didn't do any the day before because I was busy getting ready for London. So yeah. And then um continue editing the audiobook. So yes, I have got left. Um I can tell you, I think I have like maybe three chapters left. So I've got one, two, three, three and a quarter chapters left to edit. So I've actually edited. I edited almost all of it this week. Uh, So yeah, I've only got three and a quarter chapters left to edit. Of course, I still have to, like, there are some errors. So I will be re-recording the errors. And it may be when I then proof it that I will find other things as well. Uh, But I'm hoping that the bulk of the errors will be done. So um, I did anticipate getting it finished this week, but that hasn't happened. It will, however, be done next week. So that, I'm almost there. Um, and I and so by that, I mean, I will be I will also re-record all those errors and then proof it and get it off to Carl for mastering. I hope anyway. Nice. Now I've said that it sounds like a lot. But anyway, um, <clears throat> also given that I'm launching. And then on the launch tasks, this is the one that suffered the most, I would say, because I dedicated most of my time to getting the audiobook book done. Um, but I've got emails part drafted I launched my author month um challenge so I created like a grid with 24 days worth of prompts and then people will yeah I, I was actually really surprised at how many people joined in so that was lovely and I tried really hard to like comment on everybody and um like uh put you know share them or whatever so yeah that's been really fun um What other launch stuff? Oh, I've also been working on um, like doing ARC reader error things. Um, And there's been a few. So I think something that I need to take away from this experience is that I need to go away and really try and learn or teach myself about commas because lots of people have lots of different opinions on comma usage, including editors. And it's making me really anxious because I don't have enough knowledge to know what is opinion and what is factually incorrect. Um, So I don't know how I'm going to teach myself about commas, seeing as it has been a lifelong problem for me. But I do feel like it's something I need to go away and look at. Um, Because essentially I've had a number of comments about opinions on commas inside characters um and so I was looking at getting a whole nother proof done um but there isn't really enough time for that and because I've already formatted and I've already had paperback proofs I'm not going to do that um so I'm going to make the changes that I've got and then you know hopefully it's just opinion
1: yeah commas can be like a real bitch like in the anthologies I've worked on because you obviously get stories from lots of different authors from different parts of the world when you go through and format them I try and just bring all the stories into as close of a house style as possible without affecting the story itself and sometimes that is a case of adding commas sometimes it's a case of taking them out but some of the authors can get quite precious about specific uses of how their commas worked but like you say it's it can be different editorial preferences like it's slightly different in the UK than it is in the US like it's a nightmare
0: yeah so but I don't like not being in control and that's mm-hmm. the problem for me is I feel like I have no control over this because I don't know what I don't know so um before my next non-fiction book goes out that is something that I need to have studied um and then I'm going to create my own in-house style so like for example I hate the Oxford comma but most of the editors that I know like the Oxford comma and so I've just let it slip and I've let people put the Oxford comma in I fucking hate it I just think it's excessive Take back
1: the Oxford comma
0: yeah so like no but it's like so that one I do know I do I do know about the Oxford comma um, and so I want to remove that from <laughs> But I'm not going to go back and do that in all of my books. So anyway, like I just need, like you say, so I have like a formatting house of style and like branding guide and stuff. Also, I feel like Oxford commas are like the standard expectation and I'm a rule breaker, therefore I won't
1: (laughs) use it. (laughs) Well, why don't you just write in hieroglyphics then, Sasha?
0: (laughs) Exactly. Fuck it, I will. No, Um, so yeah, uh, that has been anxiety inducing, I would say for me, because... um, I'm not really used to that. And also trying to find last minute, like it's all been, it's a bit, yeah. It's. I'm just hoping that it's good enough is what I'm saying. Um, so yeah, I have done some other launch things. I just can't think uh, what my brain is not. I'm trying to look at all of the bits of post-it note that I've got around here. But yeah, I, that is the one that suffered the most. And so I will be focusing on that next week, given that yeah. I'm only a couple of weeks away.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, mine were to do 10,000 words of when winter comes in edits, which I have done. I think I did 12,000 this week, and 6,000 of those was in one morning, which was nice. um Wow. Uh, yeah. And continue keeping up with ghostwriting work, which I'm still on track to complete in the time that I want to, which is nice for a change. uh And do the morning writing sessions, which I have been doing. I've been getting up um, like an hour earlier than usual, and then just grabbing a coffee and coming to the computer and Getting my work done ahead of anything else, which has been nice, because it's kind of taken me back to when I first was writing and had to do it. And it's just like, yeah, I can go into the whole thing, but I won't because we've got a lot to get through with the Level Up Challenge oh, soon.
0: Oh yeah! Mm-hmm. yeah. Uh,
1: welcome to our brand new Patron, Harry Brooks. Thank you for getting involved in the NLA Patreon community. Um, you'll get access to these episodes before anyone else. Uh, you'll get access to the live Q and As with everyone else um and yeah if anyone's interested in getting involved you can go over to patreon.com forward slash next level authors just a couple of notices so as always self-publishing blueprint is on sale and it's doing very well and i keep seeing it out in the wild so thank you to everyone who's bought a copy and is reading it please do remember to leave a review because reviews mean everything to authors and i've also got a note here about uh, an eight steps to side characters book do you want to tell people a bit about that if they don't know
0: is that a thing? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, we've done villains, we've done heroes, and now we're doing side characters. Uh, side characters will help you level up your um, supporting characters. It will explain the different types of side characters in a framework that you have not seen before. Usually people talk about archetypes. I don't do, well, I do do that, but I also do something else, which is far more helpful for you in structuring your story and your side characters. I give um, advice on um, how to create the of depth how to kill off your side characters and have it have meaning um and purpose how to use theme with your side characters so it is jam-packed full and I'm actually about to uh, write an email f- to my mailing list describing every single thing that I put in the book um well kind of like a content mini contents page for them so yeah I will have a more definitive list of everything that's going in it which I'll probably share let's be honest because it's it's a jam-packed book it is very comprehensive um and so yeah when's
1: out
0: 29th of July so 27 days and uh not that I'm counting um also If you pre-order, you can get a sneak peek, which nobody else is getting. So um, I have a form that I will put into the show notes. And if you submit proof of your pre-order, then you will get access to the first 25 pages um, of the uh, book just for being awesome oh and you'll also get entered into a giveaway where you can win a copy of the self-publishing blueprint a copy of um a signed copy of side characters uh and a couple of other books as well
1: beautiful and some other bits and bobs yep. link in the show notes level ups this week we're going to go to lynn reed who um i had an amazing conversation with her this week and she says oh my god i leveled up i mean i knew it but i didn't really know it until dan pointed it out What did I do? I sent my short story out to beta readers. Why is that a level up? Because it's the first time I've used beta readers and I told that inner Stillwell Angel voice to shut the fuck up about it. Although I have to admit, I was a little sad that I didn't get that amazing swirl of sparkly yellow with a nice symbol sound effect like my tune does in World of Warcraft. But I played the sound effect myself a couple of times and now I feel better. And I think one of the things we pointed out there was like sometimes it feels small but it's huge like that first moment Mm. that you take your story and you know it's been your story and you give it to someone else that's like such a huge Mm. moment to let go of and go it's slightly out of my control now and I'm going to allow myself critical feedback from other people so well done then and now oh this is a really exciting bit the level up challenge for quarter two of 2021 so we put a challenge up in April in the Facebook group, Facebook group and people had to commit to what they wanted to achieve in three months and loads of you got involved, loads of you pledged the things you were going to do and if people didn't complete their thing by the well midnight of June 30th, then you were subject to the cinnamon challenge um, and I do want to say like although I don't like it when people don't quite hit their targets, thank you Cassie Newell and Scott Kavanaugh, for sharing your cinnamon challenges. We are both apparently poo heads, according to a group of children. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, that was literally, like, in fact, I think those videos were also one of my favourite things from the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, that was definitely something that I enjoyed watching. Uh, what good sports they were. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, if anybody else failed, we are expecting a cinnamon challenge video. Yeah. Um, and, and just when in good faith. If be- we get them, we'll coll- if we get, you know, like five or six of them, then we'll collate the videos and do like a little reel. Yes, and
1: just in good um faith is the wrong word, but sportsmanship, I guess. um I'm going to do the cinnamon challenge.
0: Are you? I think I'm going
1: to do it later today. Just go into the garden and do it because I, like I say, although I haven't failed my my challenge, like I, I feel like one of us should, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it just to show <laughs> union with the people that have failed. So please, if, uh, if
0: you you can try and convince me to do that. Uh, oh, I'm not, not going to ask you to.
1: Like you, you've had a not, week already. Yeah,
0: I've had enough of a week <laughs> this week.
1: Um, But our challenge is, because we obviously got involved as well, Sasha will complete her audio book.
0: Yeah. So I think the wording of that's like the thing that I needed to do was the recording. Yeah. Because that was a bit that I was putting off. It was never the other bits of it. Um, And I have to say, I'm so deeply grateful to the community and to you and to me, I suppose, and this whole thing of creating this challenge because I probably wouldn't have done it again. It would have gone another Mm -hmm. quarter. Um, And it really forced me. And like, I I won't lie. I definitely left it a bit late and I was scrambling and I was really, really worried at one point that I was going to have to do the cinnamon challenge but this is what accountability does it forces you to step up stop bitching and whining mm-hmm. and go and do the thing that you need to do because I tell you I did not want to do the cinnamon challenge well at least <laughs> I didn't want to do it willingly there's a difference mm-hmm. of like between having to do it and choosing to do it um so yeah I I am really grateful and I got it recorded and I was then surprised at how easy it was to record and how much fun I had recording it um and uh, actually I'm finding that the editing takes longer <laughs> yep. than the recording um Um, but I don't mind the editing so much actually it's just a bit grueling and boring Mm -hmm. um but that's fine so I have committed to continuing so um I've decided I can have three projects on the go at once and uh so I'm swapping out audio for Trey and then as soon as I've done Trey I'm going back to audio so prose I hope will be done by the end of the year that will be quarter four's challenge I suppose yeah Mm -hmm. because we're in three now yeah so quarter fours challenge will be yeah. another audiobook although not the whole of it because it's massive,
1: <laughs> massive mine were to, to um them. sort out my website migration and catch up on three of my major projects i think so the website migration is all completely done i've caught up on three uh, major projects so it was self-publishing blueprint i did um the other stories anthology stuff the omens call anthology stuff um i've caught up on well i'm catching up on where i wanted to be when winter comes um so I just did a lot just did a lot um but yeah for all the people that did comment and say about your level ups, um, we're not gonna be able to read them all out on air because this episode's already <laughs> like half an hour long. But do go over and just show some support for all the people that have done it. And if people didn't quite do it, just share your commiserations. It's all in good fun. Um and yeah, like you say, accountability is just about holding you to account and making you do the thing. And it's just been really nice to seeing, even though some people fell slightly short, they still did a lot. I think it exactly. helps you reassess yes. what I you're capable of means- as well
0: yes exactly and that needs celebrating as well because if even if it forced you to take steps towards your goal that is a fucking achievement and that is fantastic
1: um Um,
0: are we not so shall we open the next quarterly challenge in the next episode
1: yes let's do that
0: because i haven't had time to think about what i want to do this me neither okay cool
1: (laughs) Um, and we did promise to give people some prizes. So the prizes were a thirty-minute call with myself and Sasha, a thirty-minute consultancy call with Sasha, a thirty-minute coaching call with myself, and a hardback copy of my self-publishing blueprint. And oh, I just realised I've put the wrong thing in there. I've got to remember who that was. Ah, gotcha. So the winners of the different prizes. So Maggie Minane is going to have a thirty-minute call with myself and Sasha. Uh, tracy love love Lott, uh, sorry my autocorrect has made that lovely tracy lovely is gonna have a 30 minute consultancy uh let me try that again consultancy call with sasha uh luke condor is gonna have a 30 minute coaching call with myself which will be fun because <laughs> you know I, I class him as one of my mentors so that'll be interesting um and then a hardback copy of my self-publishing blueprint will be going to victoria lk williams and we will tag you in facebook so that you can see that as well awesome. we'll get to the question soon <laughs> do you remember when you were like the first episode i just remember you being like right come on move on this is meant to be short come on let's go but now-
0: like i haven't seen you in like a week <laughs> and i You're miss being you self-indulgent live on air. Uh, yeah so I'm just taking this time and well, enjoying it. Well, if you weren't it. off
1: gallivanting with your friends. Um, <laughs> last week's comments were episode number 65. How have you changed and how have you stayed the same? And I really like this comment. So Meg Jolly says, this is one of my favourite ever episodes, saving it for future inspiration. Money follows production. Boom. Mm-hmm. Mind blown. Dad's come. That's Jesus. That's some Freudian slip. Dan's comments on internal versus external locus of control really made that hit home. I'm sitting with this one. This one is important. That's a next level thought right there. And she does go on to say some more, but I'm, I'm going to go through a few more comments as well. Uh, Carrie says, oh, this is hard. What stayed the same is, I think, a bit easier to answer. I'm the same socially awkward introvert I've always been. My love of writing has stayed the same. I started it as a hobby in middle school. And if I go too long not writing, I am massively overanxious bitch. What's changed? My confidence or the ability to fake confidence? I guest on YouTube writing sprints with a few friends on top of hosting my own when I can. I used to get so nervous about being on camera and still am sometimes, but I'm getting better. Edwin says, My biggest change may be in mindset. As I grow in personal confidence, I continue to learn how to shut out the voices that don't speak to where I am at this moment and concentrate on being in the now of my writing journey. Love that. This isn't to say I'm not battling the voices that prey on a fear of missing out, which can distract me into doing nothing of value. And Al says... I've realised that I do want to make writing my full-time gig. Before self-publishing, I was content with getting the occasional story into an anthology. Now I'm trying to restructure my life so I can eventually do this full-time. What has stayed the same is my love of admin and planning, which is good because both of those things are required in heaps for this writer's stuff. Yep, <laughs> yep they really are. I am very jealous that <laughs> you enjoy that Me stuff. too. <laughs> Boom. Okay, we're here. Uh-oh. We're at the mountain. Are you ready Uh-oh. to go? No this week's question i thought it was appropriate because this week we've had the level up challenge finishing you know we're recording this on the second of july so we just tipped over into the second half of this year um, and we've not we've not done one of these for a while so uh, my question to you is what three things i'm going to be fucking strict here sasha what three things will you accomplish by the end of 2021 Um, it could be project it can be goal it could be task it could be anything but what three things will you have done
0: all right so my new mantra is create more so that is overarching everything um and so I'm going to be really crafty with how I answer this. I'm going to create more audio, more books and more products. And now I'm going to go into the details of each. That counts. <laughs> okay, fine. I thought you were going so to like the well audio... off base
1: and then I was going to employ the no. fact that I can mute you on my side.
0: <laughs> no. Okay, so more audio. I will definitely have published at least one audio book because I'm almost there anyway. So that's probably going to be coming in August. Um, I hope I've published a second one. Um, That is my hope. But also, I'm also aware that I need to take some real time off. So we'll see. Um, So more audio. So not more, but starting with audio and hopefully more audio. More books. So obviously I'm launching side characters. Uh, Trey and Sirens will be launched by the end of the year. Um, And hopefully I will have written more. So once Trey and Sirens are launched, I will be working on, um, sci- uh, the scent of death and, um, I'm also working on a mini nonfiction book. So hopefully I don't, I can't tell you, will they be done? I don't know. S- scent should be sm- uh, skinny drafted by the end of the year for sure. Um, and I am aiming to launch this mini nonfiction project in January Um, which kind of means I have to have it done by October. October at the late, uh, I think I worked out it was October, uh, September, October. Um, and it's trundling along. So it may well, and these morning sessions are actually really helping, just like the consistency of doing that, even though it's only an hour, those hours add up. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the moment, it's kind of slow going because I'm still doing a lot of the reading and the processing for it. So I'm only adding, you know, like 500 words here, 500 words there. But um, overall, like I know as soon as I've finished that point, it will then, it will just start vomiting out. So actually, I feel like, given it's going to be a small book, um, I feel like I can still, I still feel like I might I that. I hope so, it's a small book. So do I. <laughs> For your sake. Um, yeah, so basically, so that's the more books and then the more products. So I am determined to, uh, you know, create masterclasses and courses. And I've got something that I'm planning with Jeff Elkins for, towards the end of the year, uh, which is completely changed from what we were originally going to do. But anyway, now we're doing this, uh, which we're we not talking about yet, uh, except me saying that. But anyway, so there are <laughs> things that, um, that yeah I have that I am I'm just trying to create more and so those are the three arena like if you're forcing me to pick three arenas it's audio it's books and it's products and the products by that this
1: isn't how this works (laughs)
0: but you're anyway so it was consensual forcing um so yeah like the products are are the everything else um yeah so I that feels like an eat i don't know that i told you three things i will definitely have done but i kind of feel like i have i don't know i feel like they were I drips among, among them yeah
1: yeah nice nice How yeah i um, I had the the benefit of forethought which i actually used this week because often i don't i just i have the question and then it never and you goes have to answer it yeah yeah <laughs> um i am doing a lot a lot a lot of stuff um behind the scenes at the minute to start building a community um so we've had this talk on this show about like building a brand behind an idea and so i have my idea and it's fleshing out and it's going to be wonderful um but at the minute because i just want to make sure that this one is right like that it launches right because i know what it is i believe in i know what it is i want to achieve so i'm just making sure that what I, what I tended to do before was just not rush, but I'd have the idea and I'd be like, jump and do this. And now start this and start this. And then the wheels would start turning. And I suddenly realized I've got like way too much work to do. And there's all this stuff and I have to like peel it all back. So I'm just being very, very um, meticulous about making sure that I can sustain it. It's beneficial for the people that are going to be involved. And it's, you know, it does what it needs to. So building the community is what I'm going to call it for now. Um, I'm going to release when winter comes. I'm aiming. Uh, I'm looking at at the minute <laughs> launching in uh, September. Yeah, September. Which means that I have to do a lot of work on it over the next month, basically, to make that happen. Um, so I, I'm aiming for September. I don't know that I'm going to hear because I'm also trying not to put too much pressure on myself to burn myself out a lot. But that will be out at the end of this year. And I don't know if I've said it on this podcast, but that's going to be my first solo novel. Like I've written forty-seven books. This is gonna be my first solo novel. Like it's nuts. It's, yeah, bizarre. Like I don't, I don't know how I've come this far. Like I've written novellas. I've written like anthologies and short stories and things. But yeah, my first, my first solo novel. And I'm just, I'm just ready for it to be on my shelf now. Uh, and I'm also going to have first drafted my productivity book at least.
0: Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that that is a game changer. Mm-hmm. That is a game changer. Oh, yeah. now shit just got exciting.
1: <laughs> Screw you, the rest of it was just boring. But yeah. Well,
0: no. you know, this is the challenge. This is the one that, this is the little twinkle in the eye. I mean, no, oh. I mean, the other, the other, the first one is also interesting, but I can't be excited about that because I can't talk about it. Yeah, I, you yeah. know, so like, to you know, that's, that's gonna happen this mm-hmm. is the one that I'm excited for um yeah. yeah I think it will oh there was something that I had to share with you on that but I can't remember what it is think Useful. It, it, yeah it was in a drunken malaise uh, a drunken haze I will extract it we'll find that again. At some yeah point. yeah but
1: yeah so that's been like I... I don't really feel too sorry about it because normally like people know that I, I tend to write fast, so I'll have an idea and I'll go for it. But the Productivity book came to me in, I want to say October, or, mm, around October last year. And I started writing it. I got like 10,000 words into it and then I put it aside. And then I started it again, beginning of this year, wrote 10,000 words and then put it aside. I think it's just really like trying to find that angle that is me and what I want to say. And I've the, the more I work on stuff, the more it's getting to the point where... Like I know what it is I want to say. I've just, I just want to make sure it's an informed book because I do want to make it as useful and applicable and comprehensive as I can because I feel like I've learned a lot and I really want to make sure that those, those lessons come across and can really tangibly help people. So mm. it's coming. What
0: I, what the biggest lesson I've learned about productivity is that when you are aligned with your goal, Mm-hmm. you produce you what's the word I don't know it's all around this whole money follows production thing but uh-huh. like it just was a seismic shift and I haven't really changed anything except I'm producing a lot more mm-hmm. I so there is definitely something around that alignment between having the right goal not just having a goal having the right goal yeah and then it you automatically produce. And it's just it, I, I don't I'm still trying to wrangle how. What it is that's happened.
1: Mm-hmm. Chapter one, <laughs> yeah. my friends, chapter one. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I have put this isn't this is a thing that I will have done, but it's not really. Um, I mean, it connects with things, but it's just a bonus extra that I put in that uh, I will have started that coaching um, mentorship program that I'm doing.
0: Oh, yeah, My six month thing exciting. starts in November, and I deeply suspect you will have moved house.
1: I freaking hope so. <laughs> yeah, I uh, I told myself a year max, so I want to I want to live to that. So yeah, there we go. So how are we leveling up our business this week?
0: Oh shit! Um...
1: <laughs> I want to just get like sixty six. Montage of, of shit. Oh, yeah. Mm, mm. Weird yeah.
0: week, hashtag. Weird week. Um, <laughs> okay, well, I think probably very similar to whatever I had last week, except I'm not going to have to write everything down. Uh, so I'm going to be working on launch stuff. I'm going to be working on the audio book. I really hope I'm close to completion on the audio book, but it just depends how the week falls because, um, well... Somebody got COVID in my son's school. And so now he's home again all week. <laughs> so um, don't really know how much I'm going to get done, which is why I'm not going to quantify it this week. So, um, I, yeah, I will do my morning writing sessions or do as many of them as I can. I will work on the audiobook and I will work on launch stuff.
1: Nice. I will so I've started transferring my books from one dashboard to another so they all are easier to track I obviously can't say that I'll complete that because it totally depends on on KDP but I do want to make a significant move towards them being republished um, Mm -hmm. on the right dashboards I will do another 10,000 of When Winter Comes um I will keep on track with ghostwriting and i'd like to sketch <laughs> i want to sketch the plan for the thing i'm, I'm leaving it at that Ooh, cool. so mysterious what could it be i don't know shut up you'll find out um <laughs> and the question we're asking to you guys is what three things will you accomplish by the end of 2021 and like we say that could be big or small what are the three things you want done by the end of this year and after that very lengthy episode we will see you guys next week bye 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 hungry for more
0: if you enjoyed this podcast you can hear more of my angelic accent and dan's dulcet tones on our other podcasts
1: for more of me check out the great writer share podcast
0: For more of me, listen to the Rebel Author Podcast. We'll be back next week holding each other to account as Dan and Sasha become Next Level
1: Authors. Getting these like Uh, weird droopy eyelid things.
0: That's also age. No! (laughs) They're called hooded lids, darling. I have them too.
1: Hooded lids?
0: Mm -hmm. Oh my God, look how fucking tired I look.
1: You look this is a world away... ...by like um, a fucking queen.
0: <laughs>
1: All yes, of the so trash chemicals. pile. Um... Oh. <laughs> <laughs>